That, yeah. that is like when you see like Taylor Swift performing at a 16 year old's birthday party right. because the parents just have an obscene that's amount it. of money. That's it's what like, it was. That's exactly what it is. All this money and you can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am Sam, and we are gathered here together for episode 58. With me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Steve and Adam, but I am not always with them. But this week I am for episode 58. It's one of my all-time favorite numbers. Do you guys know that? I did not know that. And why is that? That is the episode. The episode. <laughs> it is the episode. It is. That is the number of the great Chris Letang, Pittsburgh player, defenseman, offensive defenseman for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Very true. How about that? You guys like Chris Letang? He's no Goligoski. <laughs> Goligoski. I haven't heard that name in a while. Now the question is, does that guy still play? He does. I believe he plays for the Dallas Stars. Still, he, he went to the Dallas Stars right after he left the Penguins, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. There's, that's the last I've heard of him. So I'm just going to say he stayed there unless he somehow find found his way onto the Knights. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I mean, that's what James Neal did. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, if if the Penguins and the Knights wind up in the finals against each other, that's basically the plot of Marvel Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's hope for that. I bet Goligoski wishes he was on the Golden Knights right now. They're still playing hockey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Dallas Stars are not. I, I hope he is. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. I'm glad to hear he's still around. Thanks thanks for the tidbit, Adam. I'm not entirely sure if that's true. He, he's, he's giving last known whereabouts. Yes. Last <laughs> I knew he was he was in Dallas right. doing offensive and defensive things, wearing the number three. Not exactly a player you stat track. No. Unless you bought their jersey for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving along. So you guys all know Steve and Adam. They are here every week, unlike me. But I am here this week, and today we are here drinking... Mexican beers in honor of a wonderful holiday that's coming up here in what a day well it depends on when they're listening oh, time travel that's a terminator logic <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> James Cranor you struck again <laughs> yes we're, we're celebrating cultural appropriation by drinking beers that were brewed in America <laughs> <laughs> and celebrate a Mexican holiday yeah do you guys know what Cinco de Mayo actually celebrates is that where um Oh, it's like a revolution and like a freedom day and uh, General Zapatos did something. General Zapatos. Yeah. Sam, any any ideas of what Cinco de Mayo is? No. So here's the thing. Every year on Cinco de Mayo, mm -hmm. it's just like St. Patrick's Day. I look it up and really read the meaning <laughs> behind the holiday. But then throughout the year, I lose interest and I forget and I don't care. And then it's like a brand new thing for me every year. But you can enlighten us. If it you is know. actually the celebration of a military victory of the Mexican army over the French. Army. Ah, take that French. Ah. That's right. <laughs> Stupid frogs. The Mexican army. That was back in the 1860s, I believe. And that was during a very brief period where the French actually occupied Mexico. So it has nothing to do with Mexican independence. Oh. It is not Mexican oh. Independence Day. That is actually in September. 
Well, it's kind What's of... What's that in, one called? It's kind of independence from the French. <laughs> not really. It, it, I'm I, just trying to not sound ignorant. <laughs> right. I, I would equate it to kind of a victory at Gettysburg kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. Or like War of 1812? No. Okay. No. No, I don't know how much naval battles there were. <laughs> so there is your very brief history lesson that it is, in fact, not a celebration of Mexican independence. Okay. You heathens. Yes. Because I know there is somebody out there that believes that to be true 100%. Oh, yeah, no. Most Americans believe that. Right. Well, Americans <laughs> are stupid, myself included. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to celebrate the culturally appropriated yes. Cinco de Mayo, which yes. is all about drinking and half-price margaritas. <laughs> That's right. Big-ass margaritas at Mad Max. All day. All day. Like seven bucks for the big one? Mm-hmm. Or five, five bucks? Is it even cheaper now? I have no idea. It's probably cheaper. Or was Cinco... it cheaper and did it get more expensive? Well, it's mm-hmm. going to be way cheaper on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> right. Going to drink Corona and Dos Equis. So what are we drinking now? All right. So the first Mexican Laga that we are going to be enjoying, well, you guys might enjoy it. I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm not a real big fan of Mexican beer, even if it's brewed here in the U.S. So I can tell you that now. Most of these beers on this show I'm going to be shitting on today. So this is like this is like Adam's IPA episode. Maybe I'll find something that I enjoy, but probably not. I hope that you do. Please just approach this with an open mind. That's all I ask. Oh, I will. And if nothing else, I'll get to say, I can appreciate the style. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's not my cup of tea. So anyhow, the first beer that we're going to be diving into today is from Epic Brewing. Are we going to be cliff diving into it? We can. Uh (laughs) So, okay, side note, I'm going to completely stop you. So I was watching the NFL draft because I'm a boring idiot. Uh, yeah. I watched it too. Case in point. Well, you're both boring idiots. Continue the NFL with draft story. was awesome this year. The first round was great fun. No, no, I'm talking like the fifth round. Oh. The Denver Broncos were making their pick. Mm-hmm. However, they weren't at the NFL draft, which was in Dallas this year? Mm-hmm. Dallas, correct. Yes. They were at uh, a Mexican restaurant in Colorado, just okay. outside of Denver. Ah. Casa Bonita. Oh. <laughs> yes. They were there where they had the cliff divers. Yeah. And not only that, that was the first weird thing, like, there, Casa Bonita, why are they there? But on top of that, they had the mascot, the giant horse mascot. Right. Uh, in a Speedo. Gross. Yeah. Just in the background, rocking a blue Speedo. Huh. Hmm. He didn't do anything or say anything. He was just flexing in the background in his Speedo. And uh, for their fifth round, did they... Uh, raise the flag for more sopapillas? See, or? I have no idea. I didn't. I, I saw it, and then I realized that this is too much. Yeah. And then I moved along. All right. Well, moving back yes. to the yeah. let's, <laughs> let's move this podcast along this is, and at least get to drinking before we talk about right. any more horses and thongs. This and is, yeah, this is not a furry what podcast. Are, the Los Locos by Epic Brewing is what we're going to be drinking first. And so this is a Mexican-style lager, and it's made with lime and sea salt. Hmm. Big big surprise there, I'm sure. Uh, it comes in at 4.8% alcohol, so it could be considered a session beer. That's yeah. about all I know about this beer. Epic Brewing, if, for those that don't know, are out of Denver, Colorado. So there you go. if you didn't get uh, Adam's reference there, now you know. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give Stephen Adam the big pours of the beer today. I'm okay. And I am going to take just a little bit. Unless you like it, maybe. Yeah, you don't know. You could be setting yourself yeah, up for failure. I guess failure. maybe if I like it, but I'm not. I don't have my hopes set very high for any of these beers. But, like I said, I will go in with an open mind. That's all I ask. And we'll start out by just looking at this beauty. So it is a very 
very light colored beer, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's actually very effervescent as well. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. a lot of bubbles. It's a little bit cloudy. Yeah, mm-hmm. mine's mine's a bit hazy. But you can still see all the way through. It's just a little bit cloudy. I think that also helps because of how light it is. Like, definitely lighter than a straw. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. On yep. the nose, it just smells like a lager. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was going to say, it smells like every other Mexican lager I've ever <laughs> smelled. Corona, Modelo, Sol. <laughs> so you're saying they're on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, they nailed it. Good job, Epic. You nailed the, <laughs> you nailed the nose on this. If they're trying to clone, <laughs> they're doing it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can definitely taste a bit of the lime in there. Mm, just a little bit. I can I can taste it. I can taste it too. I was gonna say the back end of this beer was very sweet for me. That's the first thing I noticed. It was mm-hmm. a little bit sweeter than your traditional Mexican lager. Right. It, it still has that kind of malty, full mouth feel to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can definitely feel that that lime riding along with it. Yeah, I got I got, I got the maltiness and I got the sweet back end, but I just didn't. I don't have a lime flavor. Oh, I don't know. That's okay. That's all right. We're still friends. <laughs> My face is broken. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to take another sip and try again if you want to go I, for take, some of those limes. I've taken a couple. I just I don't find it yet. Yeah, now, look, I will say on, on the can, to Adam's point about the limes, take the beach with you anytime, anywhere, and skip the limes. Oh. And limes is all capital letters, so it's very pronounced in this uh, description of the beer on the can. <laughs> so, I think they want you to know the limes are <laughs> very, uh, very prevalent in this one. I skip limes all the time. Limes are for idiots. Uh, <laughs> limes are for stupid people. So, I like this beer. I, I'm enjoying it so far. What I, what I like about it is is that this immediately puts me in a place. Mm-hmm. This immediately puts me on the beach. Okay. That's that's automatically where I go with this beer. Would be at the beach. It puts me in a summer, springtime mood, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Wow. <laughs> it puts it puts me in a cheap, shitty Mexican restaurant where all the drinks are half off for, on Thursdays. <laughs> and this is one of the ones that are half off. Yeah, but isn't Mexican food kind of along the same lines as barbecue, where the shittier the place, the better the food is? Oh, oh yeah. I'm not knocking the food. I'm sure the food is delicious. But usually you see, you know, half-priced Dos Equis or half-priced other mexican beer i don't know they're always running specials on the mexican beers and obviously for good reason but yeah we're definitely talking unfinished stucco walls yeah yeah. with you know paper streamers on the wall and football on the tv yeah (laughs) and the same giant sombrero that they've been putting on people's heads (laughs) for the last 15 years and coming out and singing happy birthday in spanish yeah moving along Moving I'm just along. saying, you guys said you, the place. No, you're right. You, no, you're not wrong. No, no, no. no you're definitely not wrong. We've nailed the description. <laughs> right. <laughs> the place that you would find a beer like this at. Right. So Epic has definitely brewed a clone that could weasel its way into <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> to any well Mexican restaurant. Good well job, done. Epic. It could go undercover in any Mexican restaurant as a Mexican beer despite being brewed in the <laughs> mountains. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, moving along, though. It's time for... News and notes. News and notes. News and notes. So, I, I got a news story. I know you guys have a little bit of a different take, so we'll just start with my news story real quick. Uh, the That Green Flash Brewery, the one in Virginia that put uh, them out there. Oh, yeah. back to Green Flash, eh? Back, kind of back to Green Flash. Um, we talked about it last time I was on the podcast, right. <laughs> so about a month ago. So, th- that's why we're good to bring it up again. <laughs> um, but back to that, uh, that 
uh, Virginia facility that mm. put them out of business, right. Oops. <laughs> or at least forced them to sell the company. Uh, the facility has actually been bought by whom? By New Realm Brewery. Who? N- yeah. Well, exactly. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> uh, New Realm is a, basically a brand new brewery. Oh. Okay. They were established in 2016. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I know you're already making faces of how can. Well, I have an idea. <laughs> Well, I'll give you the full story. So, New Rome Brewery is a brewery out of Atlanta. And they started in 2016, but they didn't start without clout. There's a lot, There's a good bit of money and uh, history behind this brewery. I say, where did they come from? So, the brewery is made up of three owners. Okay. Uh, two of the businessmen on the business side of business things. <laughs> they went down to the business factory? Yeah. And, and did a did, business? And did a business. <laughs> must have printed some money while they were down there. And then they had an alcohol. Well, they did. Because uh, uh, one of the owners, it, well, the, the president and CEO is Kerry uh, Falcone, and the co-owner is Bob Powers. Okay. Now, Kerry Falcone was an executive at AB InBev. See, I thought he was the quarterback for the Washington Generals. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And Bob Powers, he was an executive at Constellation Brands. Aha. Uh-huh. Which, yeah. So that's where they get their money from. Mm, right. That's and, a big one. And where they get their clout from is their brewmaster is Mitch Steele, who was the who was a brewmaster at Stone. I gotta say, that's a badass name. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Mitch Steele. Yeah. So Mitch Steele had been brewing IPAs at Stone for a number of years. So Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, he's got some pedigree. So they definitely opened with a lot of clout. I like that. A lot of muscle. Okay. A lot of muscle behind New Realm. So are they planning on distributing outwards that's, to the East Coast, or is that, that still too that's early? That's way too early. Way okay. too early. Uh, I don't think they have that kind of... I mean, I'm sure they have that kind of business plan. Right. They just haven't, they, they haven't been able to execute yet. it. Yeah. They, they uh, just made the purchase at this point. Right. They just made but the purchase. I want it now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, New Realm. What the hell? We're waiting up here in Pittsburgh for it. Don't get, think- it get it up here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sam, <laughs> Sam is right in this. Adam, you're not right in asking for this. You're not using your brain. How Mitch so? Steele was a brewer for Stone. Yeah. Known for their IPAs. Yeah. New Realm is an IPA brewery. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so don't be asking for them to get it up here because you ain't going to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, but New Realm partnered with uh, a group called the Miller Group. Now, I know not this is Miller Coors. Not Miller Coors. Yeah. Now, this is going to be confusing because there's a lot of Miller Groups out there. But uh, the Miller Group they partnered with was actually the construction company that originally built the facility for Green Flash. Okay. So they kind of jumped into bed with New Realm now to, I don't know if it's trying to recoup money or they just saw an investment opportunity. Right. Hey, we built something really nice here. Somebody's going to make money. It may as well be us. Exactly. And uh, the Miller Group has like a bunch of construction holdings and all kinds of stuff. So it kind of made sense that they jumped back in bed with them. Or, well, jumped in bed with New Realm. Right. To Back get, in bed with the facility. Yeah. But they actually bought the facility for $5 million. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Right. Did that come with all the equipment and everything, too? So they had already bought all the equipment at auction. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I was thinking that it was already... It, everything was sold together. Everything was sold yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no. Uh, they had already bought the equipment at auction, and I guess... That maybe caught wind, or the Miller Group caught wind of that, right? And just said, "Hey, let's just buy the facility, and, and give you guys." That a, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I believe I believe I read that their production was going to be about twenty thousand barrels. Okay. And maybe ramp it up to forty. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I they can't all be IPAs. They gotta have something else. 
Okay. Uh, not from what I was reading. Damn it! They had a pilsner. Uh, I like pilsner. <laughs> well, you can, you can drink pilsner. the pilsner, and we'll drink the IPA. I'm alright with that. Yeah, they did have they did have a triple IPA that was about eleven and a half percent. That's all you guys. Got to give the people what they want. That right now, they want IPAs <laughs> everywhere. It, I mean, everywhere. Mitch Steele was a brewer for Stone. No, I guess He's that. not going to. <laughs> you never know. He might want to branch out a little bit, try something new, try something different. Yeah, but you know what? That would I'll probably try a flavored IPA then. <laughs> Mix some different ingredients into the IPA. Yeah. Maybe he'll make it hazy. Maybe Put some he'll high biscuits in there. East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> you, you don't flip the script. You don't turn into Eddie Vedder playing a lute. Nah, I'm good with that. That's you know. Let Mitch do hit Mitch. <laughs> let, <laughs> let, let Mitch do Mitch. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, I guess that's what we can look forward to. Okay. Maybe. You, like you said, maybe possibly that Man. that that will start distributing up into this way. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't heard of them before because they were an Atlanta brewery. Right. And I don't think they were, not to say that they're not big, but I don't think they had the production, mm-hmm. you know, behind them. Right. Well, obviously, if they went that big that fast right now if they're going that big that fast obviously you know it's all proven elements because you have two guys that worked at the biggest you know (laughs) right right so yeah financially they're okay financially they're sound and the beer is going to be sound too right so right be on the lookout i guess so going from big breweries to small breweries yes uh this weekend i was able to go to a, a new brewery for myself they've been open for a little bit now uh, I believe they opened in 2016 as well, ironically enough. Uh, Yellow Bridge Brewing mm-hmm. uh, out in Delmont. Yeah. Uh, that's on the far, far side of Pittsburgh, exact opposite of where I am. That's closer to export, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Kind of. But isn't Delmont, isn't that out 28? Like if you 22. go past Cheswick? 22. Oh, it's past Murraysville. Yeah, it's like in between Greensburg and export. So mm-hmm. kind yeah. of, sort of. Right, right. <laughs> if you're going towards Altoona, you're going to go right through it. I was going to say, I've, I've been to Yellow Bridge as well, and that's probably the only time in my life I've been to Delmont, and I have no idea how the hell I got there. I literally <laughs> just put it in the GPS and went. I'm like, right. where, it's actually, where am I? <laughs> it's actually very easy to get there. I, for those that are not in the Pittsburgh area, uh, this this conversation isn't going to mean much to you. No. Um, but for those that are in the Pittsburgh area, uh, it's just right out 22. Uh, it's, just take the parkway out, take the parkway out through the tunnels, out past Monroeville, out past Murraysville. Uh, go about maybe 10 minutes past Monroeville, that'll get you, I'm sorry, past Murraysville, that'll get you to Delmont, and then it's right off the exit. It oh, is really? literally right off the exit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, it is very actually a very nice little place. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they're a five-barrel system. Okay. So, they're not huge, but I'm telling you what, they made some really good beers there. Uh, I remember having at least one of them from, uh, I think, last year's Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week. Okay. They had something. I, yeah, they had a, uh, a collaboration, I believe. Yeah, I remember liking it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had I had two beers there. I had one of their sours. Obviously, Steve, you wouldn't like it. Nope. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really well executed. Uh, they also had a porter there that was dynamite. Hmm. It mm-hmm. was nice. It was roasty. It was it was just right. And uh, it, it was very interesting. I was sitting there. There was maybe five people at the bar. It was early, early Saturday evening, maybe five o'clock ish. Sitting there, and then the bartender looks out the window and says, oh, the bus is here. Uh, okay. <laughs> Brewery tour was coming through. Oh, yeah. all right. So a bus full of people came in, and all of a sudden, bam, the place is jam-packed. And I didn't hear a bad word from anybody in there. Everybody liked the beer there. So if you are ever out in that area, or if you're ever close to that area, make a side trip. Go to Yellow Bridge. It's delicious. 
All right, cool. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I can definitely second that, Adam. Because Janie and I, that's that's exactly what happened to us. We found ourselves out in Delmont for whatever the hell we were doing out there one day. <laughs> and I knew about Yellow Bridge. It was probably about a year ago at this point. And I was like, you know what? They just opened a brewery out here. And so we went and checked it out. And it was very good. I don't mm-hmm. remember everything that I tasted, but I remember a pepper porter of some sort Ooh, it was either good. jalapeno peppers or habaneros but yeah it was excellent and i i met the brewer his name's ian like the owner of that i don't know if you right. had a chance to talk to him I he's a not. real down-to-earth guy and he was living down in um i don't know if he's still living down there like the mexican war streets down in the north side so okay when he was building the brewery and uh, yeah just a real down-to-earth guy very passionate about his beers and right I, I think he really knows what he's doing in terms of brewing because he's come up with some creative stuff and you know i'll definitely uh pop in and say hello at beers of the berg this year <laughs> and see what those guys are up to i think uh it's a brewery i'd like to visit more but once again it's out in delmont right, like, right. Uh, do i really want to make this drive out there <laughs> So there is your unsolicited plug. If you're out that way, stop at Yellow Bridge. It's it's worth a stop in. So this is this is kind of a big deal for me. Uh, but the small piece of news that I have is that I don't know if you've got guys noticed, but I am actually back on Untapped. Oh really? Which I've been on hiatus for the better part of a year. Okay, so why the change? So here's the thing: I've just been finding so many good local brews around Pittsburgh, and I've been traveling more for work, and I've been mm-hmm. trying different beers in different states, and I, I can't possibly remember them all. Right. You, you just can't. Right. And you know some of them you really liked, but if, especially out of state, you can't remember the brewery, you can't remember the name of the beer, you can't find <laughs> it again. So I'm like, look, I, I, I could create an Excel spreadsheet with all the beer that I like, but why the hell would I do that when Untapped has done all the work for me and the filtering in that system is amazing. So I've gotten back on it, but I've, I've added some very strict stipulations for myself. Okay. And this is for myself only. Anybody else that uses yeah. it obviously <laughs> can uses it, use it however they want, but can't worry about badges anymore and can't worry about pictures. That takes up too much time. I don't like that stuff. I need this to be pure list functionality. Right. Can't check in any beers at bars. Okay. Okay. So I have to do it afterwards because I don't like to be on my phone when I'm at a bar. I want to be enjoying the company of the person that I'm with. If I happen to be there by myself, then it's okay. But I don't want to be on my phone when my wife's sitting across the table from me just staring at me like, what the hell are you doing? Do it, do it on the Uber ride home, not mm-hmm. yeah. while you're at the bar. Yeah, like, right. I can remember the beer six hours after I had it, but probably not six months after I had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Unless it was outstanding. And then the other thing is, you know, if I think of a good beer that I've had over time, I don't have to necessarily drink it again to check it in. I'm going to put that on my list so I don't forget. Mm-hmm. So, so, for example, if you had, I'll just throw one out here, if you had... Perhaps the Los Locos by <laughs> Epic, and you really liked it. However, you don't think about it until three months later. You could just throw that on your list. Exactly. Okay. And those are my rules for myself. But fair enough. Yeah, I'm back on, and you know, I'm kind of been enjoying it again because once again, it allows me to track all the great Pizza Boy beers that I'm drinking, the Hitchhiker beers, the Grist House beers, and it's it's nice to see what other people are drinking too. And it's like, hey, maybe I want to try that. Right. So I don't know how I don't know how great of a news story that is. Maybe it'll get cut from the podcast, maybe it won't. But that's my big news of the day. I'm back on Untapped, everybody. So look me up. Beers underscore out underscore four underscore harambe. There you a go. A completely dated name. <laughs> wow, that is nobody even talks about harambe anymore. <laughs> that's my name. A stitch in time right there. That's wow. right. That's right. Too lazy to change it, so it's gonna stay that way. <laughs> so Let's get back to these Los Locos Mexican-style lager from Epic out of Colorado. 
United yeah. States. Mm-hmm. Again, appropriation. Right. Uh, I like this beer. I I genuinely like this beer. Yeah, I, I think it's okay. I like it. I, I like it more than most lagers that I drink. Fair. I'm not a fan of lagers that much, so I like it more than that. But, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sam? I mean, to me, it's a mediocre Mexican beer. But similar to kind of how you judge IPAs, Adam, it's not your style. This isn't my style. So unless it really blows me away, I'm, I'm not going to drink it again. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to recommend it. I'm not going to have a ton of great things to say about it. But I will say one thing that I liked is that Epic really achieved that style. And the lime flavor in here is, is very prevalent. And it adds a nice sweetness to the back end of the beer. So I think it's a balanced beer. And although I won't necessarily be drinking it again unless I find it half price at a good happy hour, you know, at a shitty Mexican restaurant. Um, or just yeah, at a tailgate. Or at a tailgate. <laughs> right. Somebody hands it to me for free. Then that's a, that's a whole nother other story to get all together but (laughs) um yeah that's that's about it all right it's mediocre i won't drink it again but it's good good enough for the style i I definitely see it as a tailgate beer yes 100 percent yeah yeah that's all yeah that's all i see it as though i don't (laughs) 4.8 percent it's something crisp and refreshing you can drink in the sun and you can have you know six or seven of these and not be you know wasted yeah right completely blown out yeah so what do you say we take a quick break I think that sounds great. Reload. Come back for segment two. Okay. All right. Bye. We'll be back soon. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the U.S. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Viva la Mexico, Hop Nation! We are back, and we are thirsty for some more cerveza. Do you guys know what cerveza means in Spanish? No, tell us. <laughs> so for those that don't know, I'm very excited to let you know, and I'm remembering this from, you know, my 10th grade Spanish class. Cerveza means beer. Borracho means drunk. So you can get borracho off of cerveza. If you're listening to this show before Cinco de Mayo, now you know a few Spanish words that you can use when, you know. There's your, <laughs> there's your vocabulary you're at, you're at the bar, <laughs> drinking margaritas. And lasso means lasso. <laughs> and tornado means strong wind. <laughs> it means spinny wind. Spinny. <laughs> All right, so let's get into another cerveza. Mm-hmm. Adam, what cerveza are we drinking next? We are going to try the North Coast Brewing Company's okay. Laguna Baja. Okay. Uh, they. I believe that means South Lake. No. Under Lake. No. Under Lagoon. No. Laguna Beach. No. The OC. No. Californians. Jersey Shore. No. It actually Spencer made... and Heidi. What? Huh? That's it. That's from the hills. <laughs> I don't. Did you grow up in the last twenty years? Come on, everybody knows the hills. Everybody knows Spidey. It was like a spin-off Spidey. Of Laguna Beach. <laughs> Spencer and Heidi. Spidey. Spidey. Spidey Man. I don't want to go. No, no, I'm I'm off the rails on this one. And no, I've never seen the hills, and I have no reason or desire to see the hills. I've actually never watched the hills either. It was just one of those weird ass shows on MTV that they yeah. 
I hear they have mass eyes. produced back in the early 2000s. Anywho, so Laguna Baja yeah. actually means shallow lagoon. That's what I said. No, it's not. I said underwater. Blue Lagoon <laughs> no. with Brooke Shields. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I what? remember episodes ago, eons ago at this point, we were supposed to have Brooke Shields on the podcast, but she never came. Well, yeah, we were supposed to. Are we still working on that? Like, no, our where bo- is Brooke no. Shields? Our booking department is trash. No, I'm sorry. There isn't time. <laughs> so this is a dark Mexican-style lager. Okay. Uh, it is actually a Vienna-style lager, if you want to get into specifics. Right. So comes in at 5% ABV, 19 IBUs. Okay. And one bottle in front of us to open. Did anybody see Infinity War while Adam pours this? Nope. I did. Nope. You did see it? Fuck yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know you liked Marvel movies. Oh, really? <laughs> you didn't know that, Bobby? <laughs> nope. Learning things all day. Huh. Should have listened to the podcast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard Infinity War was good. Yeah. Is it, like, really, really good? It's really, really good. I mean, if you've seen the other movies, you have to see it. I'm behind. I know. I haven't seen Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther, the new Thor. I can get you Doctor Strange so, Love. So we talked yeah, Ooh. we talked about it. Never saw that one either. Last week. I don't, know if, I don't know if we talked about it on the uh, podcast, but we definitely said you have to see Thor 3. Okay. Just one, it is probably the most affected. Mm-hmm. And it's also... Uh, it's fun, it's one of the funniest movies. Not oh, just, really? Not just a funny Marvel movie, but it's one of the funniest movies. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. So, uh, did you see the movie uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No. Okay. Well, the guy who directed that, which is also a very funny movie, directed Thor 3. Okay. Uh, he also directed episodes of Flight of the Concord. Okay. So, you know that. So, yeah. I know it. I've not seen the show. Okay. All right. But it's a very funny movie. But see that and then see Infinity War. Mm. I will do that, and yeah. so will our loyal listeners. They can do that, too. <laughs> now they know. I think most of our listeners saw uh, Infinity War on time. You two are the yeah. ones who are really slow with your movies. Oh, I'm way behind. <laughs> I, I haven't watched a movie in quite some time. I'm all right with that. I've made peace with that. Yeah, you both watched the NFL draft. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see a full man dressed as a horse, dressed in a Speedo? No. Then who's living life? Me, because I went and watched <laughs> Infinity War. I didn't watch a bunch of billionaires draft millionaires. <laughs> Oh, you, dude, you, you missed out, man. <laughs> I'm not oh. missing out. Let's move on to the beer. <laughs> the Laguna Baja by North Coast. Okay. Out of Fort Bragg, California. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a dark lager. Yeah. The, looking at it. Yep. Looks yeah, like Yingling. Amber in color. Looks exactly like Yingling. I'd even say it's a little bit darker than Yingling. It might be. I, think I, I wouldn't know. I don't drink enough Yingling. <laughs> it's a little bit darker than Yingling. Cool. There. I'll just tell you that It, right do, it does have a little bit of a red, reddish hue to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. That I don't remember from yingling because <laughs> you don't drink it right i don't remember from which is fine uh it's not that effervescent again that's yeah. fine and the uh head was pretty minimal malty smell makes sense vienna style lager yeah definitely real malty a little bit of roastiness on there a skosh yeah a skosh of roast that's right i've already taken a sip you guys are talking i'm over here drinking and i will say definitely very very malty all over the place, but somewhat balanced, flavorful. I don't know. It's okay, yeah, I guess. Kind of tastes like Yingling, but it has a little bit extra to it. So I don't to know me, if that makes any sense. I, I thought it went <laughs> the exact opposite, where it started out kind of had that that full mouth feeling that you're gonna get from a multi beer, mm-hmm. but then it kind of thinned out as as you were drinking it. Hmm. Hmm. See, that's not what I got, huh? What did you get? <laughs> I got a very like upfront kind of sweet caramel flavor mm-hmm. I'll that, buy that that went into 
the full maltiness, and then I just have like this malty aftertaste that I'm not particularly enjoying. There is a a malty aftertaste on this. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm not particularly in love with this beer. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, I need there. to take another sip. It, Go it, right it, just, it just tastes like uh, you know, like caramel. Just yeah, not jamming, not no. jamming on it. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a little bit sweeter than Yingling too. Yeah, it's definitely no sweet. doubt about it. Definitely no sweeter. Doubt about that. No doubt about it. So who wants to learn about Mexican beers? I do. Then go pound salt and go find it out somewhere else. <laughs> Why don't you put an egg in your shoe and beat it? Ah, That's one of my phrases. That is a good one. I like that one. So let's let's go through a very, very brief period of beers from Mexico. Okay. Beers in Mexico. Okay. Beers of the Mexican persuasion. In the history of Mexican beers. In the beginning. Okay. There was one. La Historia de Cerveza. Yes. Cerveza <laughs> Highlander. I can only <laughs> The only one. Whatever. <laughs> Classy. So, uh, we're just going to go through a very brief uh, overview of, of brewing in Mexico. And I'm not even going to get into all the pre-beer stuff. I'm not going to get into all the, the corn-based, you know, fermenting stuff that all the Aztecs and blah, blah, blah. Right, blah. right. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to... Like that uh, the, that dogfish yep. head. Um, oh, shit, butts. What is the name of it? I don't know. I didn't care because it was... Gross. Yeah, it's like it's spit beer. Yeah, basically, what? it's made from chewing up corn and then spitting it back out. Yeah, and you your your saliva breaks down the corn to activate the enzymes that makes it easier to ferment. You weren't really. On, yeah, you weren't on this episode right. when we were talking about it. <laughs> it is pretty. Did either have either of you guys tried it? No, it was in like limited release. Oh, right. okay. Right. I actually had a friend of mine who was down in. Uh, Delaware for that release. Yeah, and he said he didn't get any. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. She. It was uh, that popular. Well, I think there was just that many people there. I don't know how popular it was. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Man, dogfish heads. They 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 never fail to outdo themselves. I tell you that. That is yeah. some weird shit. Yeah. So the first known beer brewery okay. in Mexico uh, was actually founded in 1543. Okay. Mm, wow. Well before America. Yeah. Uh, it is believed to have been. Uh, founded in the southern portions of Mexico City. Okay. Uh, by a gentleman named Alfonso de Herrero, which, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense that he had a Mexican name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Given that he was from was Mexico. It, uh, was this uh, a Spanish mission type thing? Kind of like how the Belgians have their Trappist monks? Correct. Okay. Correct. It was it was one of those deals. It wasn't necessarily via the monks or religious. Right, right. Uh, but it was a lot of the Spanish soldiers that were occupying Mexico at the time. Mm-hmm. They brought that over. And there was beer being produced before this. However, this is the first known official brewery. A okay. lot of it was was being produced sort of just in a in a homebrew style. Was, which, yeah, there's a lot of homebrewing and communal like like that spit beer we correct we were talking about. Correct. It's brewed in a communal like community comes mm-hmm. together and chews the corn. So <laughs> right, right. And one of the things that I found out is that uh, there is a big reason that uh, for the longest time Mexican beers never really took off. Okay. And the reason behind that is a lot of the ingredients were heavily taxed by the Spaniards. Oh. The reason they did that was that way people would just buy the Spanish beers. Right. They, oh. they would just say, well, okay, the Spanish beer is about, you know, half the price. Right, right. Pour it over here, so I'll just drink this instead of make my own with all these super expensive ingredients. Right, right, right. So that kind of squashed a lot of Mexican brewing for the longest amount of time. Huh. Up to, I would say, probably about the late 1800s. Uh, and in the late 1800s is when you start to see a lot of the, the brewing processes start to come up. And one of the reasons that that came up, and it actually started during the 1860s, 
Uh, and actually, during that time is the French occupation. Okay. Okay. Cinco de Mayo. Right. That's <laughs> Bring it that back. back. That's right. It's all tying <laughs> back together. Back. So back. you'll notice that a lot of the beers that we're drinking are lagers. Yeah. There is yes. a reason why that is. Well, see, we kind of sort of half learned this when we did our lager episode mm-hmm. uh, about how a most, you know, most recipes at that time were all German recipes. So yes. I know... Mexico has a German population. That was very influential <laughs> right. on brewing in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the lo- a lot of the beers were lagers because that was the recipes that the Mexicans and the German immigrants had. Mm-hmm. So that's why lagers are very, very uh, prevalent in Mexican brewing. Right. That's what they're known for. It's a Mexican lager. Yeah, we have to learn that on our lager episode, so you can go back and learn more about that, I guess. Right. <laughs> I'm curious as to why they didn't branch out into many other styles. Because even when you think of the Mexican lagers that are on the shelf today or, you know, at the bar, they, they are all lagers. You don't see, you know, Mexican IPA too often. And usually if you do, it might be brewed by somebody here in America. <laughs> right. Well, some of it some of it may have been the arid conditions that are down there. Mm-hmm. Are not necessarily conducive to growing large amounts of hops. Sure. So with that in mind, they're going to have a lower amount of hops, a lower hop profile, because you can't get it nearly as often, or you can't grow as much as you could in, say, the Pacific Northwest. That's true, and it's probably more expensive to import them all down right. there just right, to make yeah. beer. Right. Again, back to taxation. And yep. <laughs> yep. Taxation without representation. Yeah. I'm sorry, this isn't D.C. So the one thing that hurt America that actually helped Mexico in terms of beer, everybody knows it, everybody hates it. Prohibition. Yeah. Mm, Prohibition. <laughs> Along the Mexican border, there were several, several breweries that popped up during Prohibition just over the Mexican border. Nice. <laughs> and, and they they essentially catered to the American quote-unquote tourists or drunks, depending on how mm-hmm. close they lived to the border. And so there were a lot of breweries that popped up along the border back when we were still kind of, you know, friends with each other. Right. We didn't have a wall. We're not getting <laughs> well, into we're, the, we're not getting a wall. <laughs> I know we're not. And let's not get uh, into right. Let's that. just say that you can still safely take an Uber or Lyft back and forth across right. the border to right. your Mexican brewery. If you have your passport, you can visit Tijuana anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might even let you in there without a passport. I don't know. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. They used to. They, they used to, yeah. Right. The same thing with Canada. Well, that's true. Yeah, you yes. used to be able yeah. to go in and out of Canada. Yep. So, uh, getting much more into modern times, uh, there are essentially two major breweries coming out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are the Grupo Modelo. Yes. Which, I mean, you can yeah, Modelo Negro, Modelo. Right. right. Uh, and actually, they are also the purveyors of Corona. Yeah. Yeah. So Modelo, Corona, that's all one big conglomerate. And there's another and one. And if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, I know it's okay. for the U.S., but Constellation Brands owns Mexican Mexican Corona, excuse me, Corona that's made in the U.S., I believe. Uh, Is it Constellation or is it AB InBev? I think it's Constellation because it's the same parent company that owns Ballast Point. Okay, yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm but there is sure it's yeah. yes, one, yes. Of, one of the macros owns. Uh, we'll get to that, but it's only okay. Okay. Corona in the okay. U.S. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit. Mexico, right? uh, there is a, a second major uh, brewing company that I can't pronounce. It's three giant words. Uh, there's a Z involved. Uh, and a V. I can tell you that Montezuma, I think it's Moctezuma. Okay, maybe Moctezuma. So, uh, there are two major brewery, brewing companies in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, uh, funny uh, piece of information that I had no idea, the number one exporter of beer is Mexico. 
Okay. To to all other countries, Mexico is number one, hmm. uh, with an estimated two point eight billion dollars in sales every year. That's bananas. Yeah. Uh, just for a little bit of reference, the United States comes in at number six, and they average uh, $614 million worth of revenue a year. Hmm. So Mexico has blown them out of the water. That, I, that doesn't surprise me all that much. Not really, no. Uh, because, you know, you think of the traditional Mexican-style lager. I mean, that's drank pretty much all over the world, especially in South America and you know, some other Hispanic um, countries in Europe, whereas America has such a large focus on, on craft beer. But also, I think, you know, some of the big ones, they're distributing nationally, but it's not well, yeah, it's not think, the same as you yeah. know, what you'd see coming out of Mexico or even like probably a Heineken or... Right. If you uh, think of the if you Guinness. think of the macros, they mm-hmm. seem much more likely to also buy the brand that's popular in that country rather than try to push Budweiser, you know? Correct. So... Uh, Corona is actually one of the top five most consumed beers in the world. Yeah, not surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, that does that not surprise me. AB InBev puts their money, or Constellation, whoever it is, whichever right. one it was, right. uh, they put their money behind that brand because they know it's going to do a lot better in South America than, you right. know, a German name, right. <laughs> which American is, beer. Which is kind of funny. Like. <laughs> right. Because one of the, the oldest beers uh, continuously produced in Mexico is actually called the Bohemia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously a nod to right. Bohemia. Now, I've actually had that beer before. Was it any good? <sighs> well, you're probably asking the wrong person, but I was at <laughs> Riviera Maya at one of their resorts, and they were serving that, and the El Presidente, which so, seems to be very common among those resorts, <laughs> those two Mexican lagers. So let me ask you this. Did you get that on draft, or did you get that in a bottle? Uh, they have it in well, the Bohemia was in a bottle. The Presidente was on draft. So, funny note, uh, the Mexicans don't usually serve their beer from the draft. They almost always serve their beer uh, in bottles. And now cans are slowly mm-hmm. becoming a little more prevalent. Uh, but the vast majority of the Mexican population prefer their beer to be served in bottles rather than on draft. Hmm. I have no idea why. That's okay. exactly what I was going to ask. Why I, is that, Adam? <laughs> I honestly have no idea why. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That I... Okay, I guess we have to put a caveat on that because you just brought up a stereotype <laughs> What's that? without explaining it. That's not a stereotype. Yes, it is. Uh, By saying all the Mexicans like their beer in a bottle, but then not explaining why they do. I don't know why. Well, then we're the, probably just going to cut that. No, <laughs> I didn't just make it up. I'm not. I'm not saying I. I've heard that as well. Okay, I have not. But you can't. You can't just say it without giving the reason because otherwise it does become a stereotype. I don't think it is. It is. <laughs> I don't think it is. By saying a group of people do something, I say they prefer. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was not the. I, um, I understand it's not the intent by correct, by, but by correct. not explaining it, you right because I don't know the explanation. It's a stereotype by definition, but not in the traditional sense. <laughs> I guess. use the word stereotype. I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's, yeah, it's not a negativism <laughs> per right. se. It's just by you know you're stereotyping by saying Mexicans only drink out of bottles. <laughs> I didn't say the only. I said I they just, prefer. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, another fun fact: Corona Light, not popular in Mexico. Okay. Uh, the Mexican population did not care for it. They tried to introduce it after they found out that Corona Light was very popular in other ports, parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexicans don't like it. Hmm. They, and that is backed up by numbers. Okay. By revenues. Okay. That. The Mexican population does not actually like Corona Light. Okay. Now, I wonder why that is. 
how the hell? I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just it's curious just, because then, like, you're, Corona. You're, yeah, you've brought up facts that are right, and that's okay if you don't know. It could just be a, yeah. a topic of discussion <laughs> right. here. But I'm, I have I'm no idea because a lot of the other traditional Mexican loggers, and maybe this is my ignorance, or I just haven't seen them. But outside of Tecate, I don't think I've seen any of those other Mexican brands made into a light version. I think there might be a Modelo light. Uh, there's a Tecate. I think there's a Modela. Uh, there's Modela Especial, and then there's Negro Modela. Right. Uh, yeah, there's see. other variations, but is right. there any right. like, well, like, I'm light, trying to light think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any light no. off, off the hand, although I do think there might be a Modelo light. I'm not sure. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And what, that might be American only. That might be American so, only. I don't know. <laughs> Further research might be required. Yeah. So another little uh, interesting fact is there is a type of beer style of serving that is not really popular in America, mm -hmm. uh, but it is actually quite popular in Mexico. Spitting uh, in it. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it's called the Michelada. Okay. Uh, what it is, is you take a light beer, uh, such as your Corona or your Tecate or mm -hmm. whatever, whatever, and you will uh, add lime. When you say light, you mean color-wise? Correct. Okay. Correct. Just just want to make that clear because we just got done saying right. light beers are right, not right, 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 right. Uh, so essentially, you you make a margarita out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, you use lime, uh, salt on the rim, mm -hmm. uh, chili powder, and sometimes they'll also use Worcester sauce and soy sauce. Hmm. Now add it together, mix it up. There you go. That's interesting. Yes. How how are how is the Worcestershire and the uh, soy introduced? I believe from the bottle. But I mean, but I mean, like in it's just poured right into. I the believe beer. it is. Yes. Yeah, okay. it's just poured straight in, straight into your beer. Huh. Yeah. That that's an interesting flavor. It would. I don't. I I get the lime. I get the chili. I get the salt. I yeah. don't get the Worcester or the soy sauce. I seems like drinking that beer would just make you really, really thirsty. Yeah. No. That's the <laughs> only all thing the I sodium. Could, right. Yeah. The, right. The soy would just add more salt flavor to right. it. Right. But yeah. I mean, you look at margaritas; they always have salt on the rim. Right. Put strychnine in guacamole. How many beers will be down? <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's an interesting. I would not be opposed to trying that. Though. I would. I would like to try that with the lime and the chili powder. Oh no! I'll go full hog to the Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I, I would try. Worcestershire. I'd try anything once. Yeah. I'd even try that dogfish head beer yeah. where they spit Can, in it. Here, here's the thing you have to consider. That sounds actually interesting when you compare to what people in America do with their beer garitas mm -hmm. and that garbage trash that they turn upside down into Oh, <laughs> the mini Corona balls, yeah. the Corona Ritas. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, there's no way you can make fun of people from Mexico for what they do when we do retarded <laughs> garbage like that. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm exactly. looking at you, Clamato. Yeah, exactly. Clamato and Budweiser. Clamato is popular in Canada, I think. I have no idea. Yeah. I never cared. I didn't like it. Because it's Clamato. Right. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. A very brief, very, very brief history and tidbits of Mexican beer. Interesting. Yeah. That so was there you go. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully I learned something about stereotyping. <laughs> I definitely learned a few things. <laughs> Just remember that we're three white guys and we're pretty dumb. Don't take any of this to heart. We're actually trying to <laughs> broaden people's horizons. Right. <laughs> we're just dumb when we do it. <laughs> So let's smarten ourselves up. We appreciate the style, Mexico. <laughs> we appreciate the style. I do. I like these beers. I, I, speaking I, of, I, know, I know you do. This Laguna Baja by North Coast out of Fort Bragg, Colorado. California. 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 Uh, what do you guys think? Eh. Okay. Sam? 
You know, like Epic, I, I do enjoy North Coast beers. I mean, their old Rasputin is absolutely Fuck fantastic. Yes. So once again, nothing against the brewery. This isn't my style of beer. It's too sweet. Sorry, North Coast. I'd take a yingling over this. And I'm not just saying that because I live in Pennsylvania, but <laughs> this is just not my style. It's too sweet. It's not flavorful enough. It's just, that's eh, not for me. I liked it. Also, Yingling is probably way cheaper than this. Uh, not, probably. Not, yeah. not that this beer is expensive, but just getting Yingling in Pennsylvania well, yeah. is right. cheap as shit. Right. <laughs> yes. It yes. comes out about half the taps here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So let's take a quick break. Back for segment three, uh, where we will have a game. And more Mexican beer? And more Mexican beer. Okay. All right, Hop Nation, we are back, and I've got one question for you. ¿Dónde está mi cerveza, Esteban? Tu cerveza es en mi mano. Do it, Uh, what? <laughs> was that Russian? <laughs> no, that was German. Oh. <laughs> you screwed up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, I assume we were just going back to high school. Mm. No, that's actually German for you are a shithead. Well, that's fine, oh, but... Yeah. That's pretty much all I learned. That's fine. It may be true. But what we were saying is there's a beer in Steve's hand, and I was wondering where it was, and he yeah. told me. And I told him. It's in my hand. And I told you you're a shithead. I think we all... <laughs> we're How all can we please just drink this Mexican beer? <laughs> you're, you're off theme, Adam. <laughs> uh, I believe that in the last segment, we learned that a lot of German immigrants okay. helped to... Okay. Shape the craft beer industry in Mexico. <laughs> You're just speaking so... as of... <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> what are we drinking? So, our third beer of the night is the Lavadora. Mm. Or, well, no, it's the Levadora. Levadora. Now, what does that mean in Espanol, Esteban? Yeast. 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 Lavadora. So she's Lavadora. Lavadora. She's going to be a yeasty gal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, no, but. <laughs> because what is she going to be? This, this is actually a Oaxacan style goza. So oh, I'm not okay. quite sure why it was named yeast. I don't know. Other than top fermenting, you know. Wait, yeah. what did you say? Oaxacan? Oaxacan. Yes. What's that? Uh, Oaxaca is a city state. It's That's the OX. Mm-hmm. Walk, yeah. O-A-X-A. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you may know also Oaxacan cheese. Oaxaca cheese. Yeah, but anyway. And there's also Christopher Oaxacan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Touche. So this beer is coming from the Stillwater Artisanal. Of course it is. Yeah. So uh, they're out of Baltimore, Maryland. We've had them once before on the show, and I was not impressed at all. Neither was I. They, they broke one of my cardinal rules of making beer under 4%. <laughs> oh, really? What yeah. was the beer? I don't think I was on that. I don't also. even remember. Was that the... It was the money. It was the can with the money on it. It was a pale ale that was under 3%. Right. Mm, right. Yeah. Under 3? Or not under 3. It was under 4. Under, under four, four, right. But it was like Man, 3. Like one, yeah, it was like 3, 1%. Ooh, it's Radler territory. Yeah, I didn't care for it. But Anywho. the Levadora is a 4.6% Oaxacan-style Goza, and it's brewed with salt, agave, and lime. I can dig on that. Okay. Yes. It's meant to mimic uh, their style of margarita there. Okay. I've actually been seeing Stillwater pop up more and more. Oh, they're in, everywhere. In local grocery stores, yeah. on tap lists. It seems like they're really trying to uh, invade <laughs> Pittsburgh with their beers. Yeah, there's a lot of them, too. 
they're coming more and more into prevalence. Um, their cans are weird too because it's pretty much just fully a design, and sometimes you have to like look to find their the brewery name, and it's like it's printed in very small font, like in the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you gotta earn it. Yeah, so far this right is, on the bottom of the can. Oh yeah, so far this is the only can that I've seen with the beer name in big print on it, but. All of the time, you if you want to find out if it's still water, you have to look down the spine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, their cans are stupid ridiculous because they're a lot like Omnipolo cans in that there's hardly any information on it. Right. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Right. Exactly. Well, at least this one told you a little bit about the beer, at least what was in yes. it. So it was a 5.6? 4. 4.6. 4.6. 4. Okay, 6. and I assume the IBUs are nice and low as well. There was, like, no information, okay. so it's probably so, negligible. Right, 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 right. So again, this is a super effervescent. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, I would say it's the same pale color as what the first one was. I yeah. would actually say it's lighter. It looks like Chardonnay to me. Chardonnay. <laughs> Chardonnay. It's a little lighter. It doesn't seem quite as hazy as the first one. So this would be like the worst beer to drink during Cinco de Mayo. Maybe. Because it's a Chardonnay. Oh, French. I get you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I'll get there. <laughs> so on the nose... It's definitely Goza-esque. Yeah. Which I never thought would be a word. Goza-esque? Goza-esque. <laughs> can definitely smell some of that sourness. A little bit of the sea salt. Yeah, I think I'm getting... It smells great, actually. I actually it really does. like the smell of this beer. I don't. You I don't? don't? No. Weird. Yeah. These, this is your style. <laughs> I know. I don't, it, to me, it just smells a little bit stale. Really? Okay. Yep. Well, I'm not getting that at all. That's I, I love a good Goza. Maybe, so maybe it doesn't curious taste about stale. this one. Yeah, I, I enjoy a good Goza as well, but just for some reason, this one smells a little bit stale. Okay, well, okay. let's, I'm, taste, I'm, it. I, let's yeah. taste it. Yeah. Maybe, hmm. Not enough. Yeah. Nope. They got like three quarters of the way there, but yeah. they just couldn't get over that hump. That's, I'm having the exact same reaction. Yep. Mine seemed overly carbonated. Did anybody else get that? It, it, it was so fizzy in my mouth. It, was, it definitely starts out like a soda, but mm -hmm. I, I, I'm on what Adam was just saying, that there's a lot of flavor up front. And then it just like completely disappears. It just it just stops. It's the little engine that couldn't. Yeah, that is fascinating how it's doing that. Yeah, because you can taste it up front. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on up front, but then it just completely disappears. Like there's no right. So maybe this is one that needs to be just chugged. That way the <laughs> oh. end never comes. If you chug this with how carbonated this beer is, you would be burping for probably yeah. the next two minutes. That's fine. That's that not my problem. Hurt. You'd be like pounding yourself I, in the chest. <laughs> for, for older people that like myself, that is <laughs> the old timers. That's a one way ticket to heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. Yes. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of like lingering on the side of my tongue. Those flavors, but when I swallow it, I don't. I don't taste anything. Yeah. <laughs> didn't it's, didn't get there. It's I, so flavor forward. I guess. Yeah, it's very flavor forward. It's just like where does everything go after that? It's it's very strange. I don't. I don't dislike it though. No, I don't dislike it. It just it needs more. It needs there more. There needs to be more there. It needs to finish. If it, it was just yeah, it's like an untold tale. Right. <laughs> right. If there was just a little bit more uh, refreshingness to it or something, a juiciness on the back something, end. It, need, it needs something. Yeah. It just needs a little something extra. I would actually just suggest squirting a lime into this. Actually, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. Like what? What do you do in the brewing process? It gets all the flavor to dissipate before it gets to the back of your throat. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I'm just curious if you guys had any idea. No I'm idea. clueless. I'm stumped. No idea. Bad luck? I'm, Maybe. If I had to guess anything, it would be that everything is done 
like first thing in the boil. Maybe. 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 <laughs> like I don't. I don't think it gets anything afterwards. So I don't know. I have no idea. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna keep drinking it. Yeah, let's yeah, keep, let's keep drinking on this. And uh, while See we do if that, opinions change. Yeah. While we do that, though, I've uh, decided to bring back a game. Okay. That we've played in the past, and it's actually been a while since we pulled it out. And I think it's. Uh, I think it's, I have the hurricane. No, 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 no. no. I think it's actually a good time that I chose to do this because Sam announced earlier that he's back on Untapped. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so I'm bringing back Craft or Crap. Uh, we haven't oh. played this one in a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I barely remember what this game even is. Yeah. So I, I didn't know Sam was gonna announce his return to Untapped, but for those who don't know, Craft or Crap is where I will take uh, reviews that I found from beer. And I'm going to just give the review to our other hosts here, Adam and Sam. Hello. And they are going to try to decide, is this a review from a craft beer or a crap beer? Okay. Now, now usually in the past, crap beer is referring to macros like, you know, Pat's Blue Ribbon and Budweiser and things like that. But this time I've made it a little bit of a theme. Ooh. And we'll see if you guys can catch on to the theme of this week's game. Okay. Is it Lagas de Mexicana? Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Come on. I was taking a very, very educated (laughs) guess at this. Yes. So that's actually half of it. The craft half of it it is you're going to be guessing reviews on Mexican-style lagers. Okay. All right. The crap half is something else. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to start you out, though, and I'm going to start you out with one from Chris S., and he was actually drinking this beer at Market District. Oh. Yeah. I, I thought that, oh, that's a nice little local flavor. Yeah. Uh, but his review is way better than any Mexican lager, and Mexican lager is in quotes, so I think there's a little stank on that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he gives this beer a 4.25. Better than any Mexican lager. Yeah. You uh, could put some stank on that Mexican lager. Me- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to chime in. That's not me. That's, that's Chris S. Right. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, I, man. Yeah. We're, We'll just go back and forth, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Adam, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say, uh, from your perspective, yeah, crap, Yangling. Okay. So I, th- I think it is probably crap, but I'm gonna say craft anyhow. Okay, just to give you that possible advantage. Yeah. Even though I don't think I'm right. Right, right. I'm, I'm disagreeing with Adam on this one. You're disagreeing <laughs> to possibly capitalize. All right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> And yeah. by doing that, you've actually got yourself a point there. So. Oh, really? Was it the Burrito? No. From Oscar Blues? No. So what Chris S. was drinking at Market District was the Sublime Mexican Lager from oh. Ailsmith. Oh. Oh. So he's saying it's way better than any Mexican lager, but despite it being a Mexican, Mexican lager. lager. Right. Hmm. So I think perhaps the little stank is when he's saying actual Mexican lagers. He's right. talking about Corona, yeah. Dos right. Equis, right. you know, the, the macro Mexicans. Right. Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Your next one. My disagreeing worked. <laughs> disagreeing worked? Sam is on the board with one point. <laughs> so our next one, it comes from Sean S., and he simply says, corn water, with water spelled incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> how did he spell it? <laughs> W-A-T-E-T. Wait, how is that spelled again? W-A-T-E-T. Watt it. What? Yeah. Corn, corn watt it. Corn watt it. I'm assuming he meant water, though. Hopefully he had a few more before that. <laughs> yeah. So, corn watt it, 3.5 stars. What? Wait, that was it? Yes. Corn watt it. Corn watt it, 3.5 stars. Corn- 
I, I, I picked a lot of these. Come on, Untapped Spelling as, Counts. <laughs> as you guys think on this, I, I picked a lot of these because I think it's a good way to uh, showcase how the number system doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> because Three and a quarter. Because three and a half. Oh, I'm sorry, three and a yeah. half. Don't don't skip on that. That's right. Sean S thinks this is a three and a half beer, despite it only being corn water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's great. I, People don't know how to <laughs> gauge this. It's got to be crap. I feel like this is something like a Bud Light lime <laughs> or something okay. like that. It's got to be crap. Sam's going crap. Well, if he's gonna zig, I gotta zag. Okay, I'm going to say it's craft. Adam's going sort. craft. And Adam gets the point. Hey. Oh, Adam did get the point. And this is actually a review of the Los Locos by Acumic. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Sean S. calls the Los Locos corn water. Sean S. is wrong. Sean yeah, I was going to say. Sean S. is a boob. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could get behind that 3.25 rating, but corn water? What the hell? Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. Now, did you did you know I was bringing that beer on the show? No, no. You, oh, you didn't? No, again, I didn't know okay. that either. Yeah. No, I did all this before the show. So, yeah, just happy accidents this week. Uh, one to one. Our next one is coming from Jared B. And he says this is the perfect breakfast beer. Three and a half stars. Wait. Aha. Uh-huh. See, again, as I was already just speaking about, people don't know what perfect means. This should be a five star beer if it's perfect. <laughs> I don't. That's really funny. <laughs> this is the perfect breakfast beer. Perfect breakfast beer. I, I don't even know if this guy knows what a breakfast beer really is. I, or maybe that's up to interpretation. I'm pretty sure any beer at breakfast the, yeah. is a breakfast beer. <laughs> you know, that's that's a valid point if you're drinking it at breakfast. Yeah. Oh, man. You go first this time. Yeah, what yeah. do you think? The perfect perfect breast, 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 breakfast beer. Breakfast. Breakfast. Milk stout. I'm going with crap. Okay. Adam's going crap. Do you want to try to pull ahead or keep it in? I, I I feel like I have to keep it even at two to two. That one has to be a crap beer. It has okay. to be. All right. But we're only on the third one. How can it be two to two? Because you both we're each get, gonna a get the point. Uh, if it's a crap beer, otherwise it'll be one. I was one, playing corn. Or be one, one, I was playing yeah. corn water rules. Corn water. <laughs> oh, it's like corn Yes, you were both correct. This is a crap beer. What is it? I am actually going to save it for the end. Oh. (laughs) I don't want to give away the theme. Is that the yeast beer from Artisanal? (laughs) No, it isn't. (laughs) It's not yeast by Artisanal. (laughs) Yeast. All right. Our fourth beer. And this review comes from Sunshine S. Mm. Sunshine S. I wonder if Sean S. and Sunshine S. are related. I don't know. Maybe. Two accounts. They, They could be brother and sister. Um, but Sunshine, she says, not bad, does not taste like beans or beef or tortillas. 3.75 stars. Beef or beans or tortillas. Does not taste like it. All right. I have to go back to what I said earlier about the Oscar Blues Burrito. That's what I'm picking. Craft beer. Sam's going craft. I actually have to agree with Sam on this one. Okay, and you guys would both be correct that that was kind of a down the middle. Right, <laughs> it, it is the Oscar Blues burrito. Br- right. That yeah. was that a little too perfect. Yeah, a little too perfect on that one. No, hold on a second. We, I wanted, I want to talk to Sunshine for a moment if she's out there listening. <laughs> Did you really think that it was going to taste like beef and beans? <laughs> really? Did you, dummy? <laughs> did, did you really think that they were going for those flavors and you were going to enjoy all the flavors of that yummy Taco Bell burrito in? <laughs> Your Oscar Blues burrito. <laughs> Gross. 
All right. Because that, that does sound disgusting. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Dogfish head will do it. That's <laughs> fun. Don't, oh, uh, speaking, I did look up what the name of that uh, spit beer was. It's Chicha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicha. Never heard of it. Maybe next time they could do a Chi-Chi's beer and put a little hepatitis on it. Uh, so during the break, I actually did a little bit of research yeah. uh, as to why Mexicans usually go for the bottle bottles rather than draft. Okay. Uh, cool. That is because uh, their recycling program is a lot more advanced than America, uh. and they get a lot more money back oh. if and when they return the bottles. Oh. So it's much more economical. For oh. them to drink out of the bottles and then just return the empties. That oh, makes yeah. a lot of sense. Oh, that there is very we go. interesting. See, now it's not, that's not a stereotype. That is that's good. Smart. Yeah. That's smart. That's going green. Yeah, that's just good behavior. Right, <laughs> right. We need to do a lot more of that in America. Probably that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. So how many, <laughs> one bottle equals how many pesos? <laughs> you didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's too deep down the rabbit hole. All right. Our next one comes from Adam B., and he simply says, absolute trash. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> 2.5 stars. So wait, trash is two and a half? Trash is halfway. He's wasting. Again, these idiots don't know how to use the numbering system. Absolute trash is two and a half stars. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, ah. yeah, I mean, on a rating it's scale ham- of one to five, I might have to disagree with you, Adam ham- B. Hamstringing himself a I lot feel, there. I feel like he's expecting at some point he's going to use that one star for the person who just throws gasoline on his eyes. <laughs> I guess, but uh, yeah, that's... It's a bold strategy. Yeah. Absolute trash. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. You know, I think I used that same review when I checked in the mother logger. <laughs> Not a Mexican logger, but. Well, this is Adam B. So. I'm nope. going to go with Kraft. Adam is saying Kraft on this one. And I, I will be on the other side of the fence or wall. And (laughs) I had to say it. I said fence too quick. I should have just threw the wall out there right away. All right. I'll be on the other side of the wall and I will go crap. Okay. (laughs) And Sam is going to take the point on this one. It is a crap beer. What is it? Hiding it toward the end. Adam Adam B said it right in the rating, Adam. Absolute trash. (laughs) Oh, I know what it is. And so our final one of the evening. And uh, I'm, I'm going to make this two points. Okay. Make this two points. So what's the score? I'm up by one. You're right? up by one. So I'm going to make it three to points. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. keep it interesting. Four, four to three. But no, four yeah, to three. Four no, to three. Whatever. Yeah. Right. You, you got there. Oh. <laughs> Still up by one. <laughs> I'm drinking Mexican beer. Yeah. I've lost all ability to count. Our, our final one comes from Algon S. And he says, weird as fuck. <laughs> Swamp water with coffee. Memories of drawn out dinner parties. Three and a half stars. <laughs> what? What in the world? The common theme is everybody on Untapped is an idiot. <laughs> I guess so. My gosh. Three and a half stars? Three and a half stars. Weird as fuck. Swamp water with coffee. Memories of drawn out dinner parties. Swamp water with coffee? Oh my god. Imagine if you brewed a cup of coffee and used swamp water to do it. It's not too. It's not too hard to imagine. You'd probably get really <laughs> sick. Maybe it's a uh, Mississippi mud. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go craft. And uh, Sam's going craft. And I gotta go crap. I gotta. I gotta go with the Adam's option. going craft. I got a zig. He's got a zag. And Adam takes the double point end. Ah, yeah, buddy. Now the definition of crap beer this week was the evil twin Omnipolo coffinade, which. Adam, or which Sam you missed last week oh. is a lemon and coffee IPA. It's stupid. 
And you guys had it on the show? We, we had did. it on the show. Yeah. Lemon and coffee IPA. Yeah. Yeah. It is that's weird. It is one of the worst beers I've ever drank. It was not great. There's it's a collaboration. It's a collaboration between Omnipolo and Evil Twin. So you have an idea right there, Evil Twin. Right, exactly. <laughs> Don't like Evil Twin. The yeah. Covenant. Yeah, it, it is one of the worst beers we've ever had. It is disgusting. Um, Lemon and coffee IPA. What was it called again? Coffinade. Coffinade. Yeah, coffinade. Because it's, it's supposed to be like lemonade. Lemonade coffee. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's an IPA. But the, the thing is, and Adam pointed this out perfectly, while I was bitching about the coffee flavor, <laughs> mm -hmm. I was bitching about everything, and then Adam brings up, there's no IPA to this. No. Like, there's no IPA to it. No, no really. Yeah. Like you can't taste like, it. doesn't have like a bitter or hoppy aftertaste no. or anything. No, it's completely no. pointless. It, ha it has a bitter aftertaste because it tastes like it's made with cheap-ass Folgers. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's it's cheap Folgers and Lemonhead candy. So that was the swamp water one. That's the swamp water part because it looks like swamp water. Because right. it's like yellow but with like there's brown swirling around in it. Why did I not get it right? I said craft. No, it's crap. No, it's crap. It's crap. <laughs> I said specifically for this game I changed it to the crap beer was one specific beer. Uh, All of those crap reviews were for the Coffinade. It's from craft breweries. It's yeah, but it's still crap it, beer. It's too much. It's too much trash. It is too bad. It was bad. just bad. It is too bad. So you're saying you would rather have a Yingling than yes. a Coffinade? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh man, it must have been really shitty. I would. <laughs> I would have. A I gotta try this now. I have to try. Oh, it. you definitely try it. But it's like four bucks a can. Yeah. Still though, I think yeah. it'd be worth it. Just like having this discussion with you guys on the show today, and not being on the show to try it last week, it just seems too outrageous. I know I'm gonna hate it. It's just oh, I yeah. want to know how much I'm gonna hate it. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely suggest you trying it, but you're gonna hate it. <laughs> so why'd that Jag give it like three and a half stars? <laughs> no, because on tap is an idiot. You probably want to give it one star or less. That that dude gave, gave fat fingered it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe point two five or what was it? Three point five. Three point five. The, the other guy said it was absolutely trash and gave it two and a half like what it doesn't make any sense yeah so there we go adam is the winner of this week's craft or crap hooray in the in the mexican lager versus coffinade <laughs> battles <laughs> yeah. so what do you say we get back that sounds, that sounds like a medicine it's a coffinade coffinade <laughs> oh my god i got the bronchitis i need the coffinade <laughs> It doesn't cure anything. It, cure, <laughs> no. it cures you of your need to drink evil twin beers. That's what it does. <laughs> oh, gosh. So let's get away from evil twin. Yeah. Please. I don't want to talk about them anymore. What do you say we talk about the beer that we have in front of us? The Levadora from Stillwater Artisanal. Yes. Oaxacan style goza. I guess I always give uh, gozas a little bit of an edge because I'm always on edge about them being too sour. Ha. Huh. And this one isn't too sour. It is not. It is not. If you're going to go into the Goza realm for the first time, this might one. This might not be too bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like dipping your toes in the water before you have anything that makes you pucker too much. Right. But yeah. if you're if you're a fan of the Gozas or the sours or even a Berliner Weiss, I don't think you're going to be too impressed with this beer. Yeah. No. If if this is your yeah. like go-to style, I don't think you're going to love it. Right. Right. Yeah, the same, the same way, like, you know, some IPAs are good, but they're not hophead good. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So what do you say we jump into the podium? Yeah, I guess so. For this episode. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So in third place, uh, I'm going to put the one that we just had, uh, the Mexican yeast. <laughs> Mexican yeast. <laughs> the Levadora. That was my still one. Levadora. Uh, it, eh, eh, yeah. Goes as... 
you kind of got to bring it. And I don't think they brought it. It's not bad. It's just not great. That's all there is to it. Uh, in the silver medal position, I'm going to go with the North Coast Laguna Baja or Shallow Lagoon. Underwater. Nope. Incorrect. Incorrect. So, yeah, uh, that wasn't a bad beer. I enjoyed it being a darker lager. Uh, I, I liked it. However, uh, I believe that the first beer that we had uh, was much, much better uh, from Epic. Love those Locos? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like that beer. That one, that was the only one that took me somewhere, which I know is kind of a <laughs> pretentious way of, of looking at it. Sure. Uh, Art critic. <laughs> it whisked me away. It whisked me away to a land of sandy beaches. It did. And parasols. It, parasols. South of the border. That, that's Tijuana. a big giant umbrella, you jerk off. No, that's a parasail. No, a parasol. <laughs> no. Oh my God, I'll bite your face right now. You know, Kirby used a parasol as a <laughs> weapon in some of his games. He sure did. <laughs> but yes, back to the, the epic offering. Uh, I really like that beer. I That is the only one of the three I would probably be willing to grab a six-pack for a day at the beach, a mm-hmm. tailgate, uh, grass cutters, a Saturday evening, um, by a campfire. Yeah, I like that beer. Okay. I'll go next. I am going to put that North Coast brownness. <laughs> what was it? The Laguna Baja? Yeah, the Brook Shields Baja beer. <laughs> um, Blue Laguna. Blue Laguna. I, I didn't care for that. It, if you're going to make a dark Mexican style lager, it should be a better lager than Yingling, which it wasn't, or a better Mexican style lager than Negro Modelo. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. So, mm, North Coast, keep it in your tap room. Please don't send them out here anymore. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd just rather not. You're just wasting time and money, really. <laughs> Make better business decisions. <laughs> send more old Rasputin. <laughs> that, oh, that beer. Yeah, oof, I've had it. Oof. Yeah, I think we've all yes, had it. I'm just saying, it. I, it's that, good. that's a beer in my heart. That's one has uh, a black one. I just don't want to make it sound like I'm shitting on North Coast. I, right, right. I do, I do love some of their offerings. Uh, second place I'm going to give to the Levadora from Stillwater Artisanal. He, Adam kind of hit it on the nose when he said, if you're going to be a Goza, you should kind of go farther. Uh, it, it should go so farther? It should go so farther. It should. Uh, because Gozas are typically going to be under 5%, you need to have kind of a big flavor profile to make up for that. This didn't have it. Yeah, this didn't really have it. It. Uh, I think it would be pretty good, though, if you just squeezed half a lime into it. Yeah. <laughs> it, that might be all it takes. Yeah, that might, be all, it over the that might be all it takes, but... You shouldn't have to take that. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's okay otherwise. But, yeah, if you just made it just a little bit juicier or something like that, it would be a really good top contender Goza. Otherwise, stick to the Ultra Vase. That's a much better agave Goza. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, one is good. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a killer one. I love the Ultra Vase. Yeah. That's one of the my favorite beers from Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Not to get off topic, but, but it's yeah, kind of yeah. on topic, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's on topic. We're talking Gozas. Yeah. Uh Gold medal, though, is going to go to the Los Logos by Epic. I liked it a bunch. I Like I said, I liked it more than most loggers in general, because I'm not a logger fan right. to begin with, but I liked it more than most loggers in general. It did have that nice sweetness to it. It had to, you know, but wasn't overly sweet like the Laguna Baja. It didn't taste like, you know, chewing on a caramel. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just generally kind of refreshing. It's not a beer I would buy myself, but if it was in a cooler at a tailgate, I would probably have two before I switched up to something else. I can dig it. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. 
All right, so I'm gonna keep this one pretty short and sweet. I don't wanna beat a dead horse with a Speedo here. Mm. Yes. Right, it was That's a good callback. That was. Yeah, that so was. was good going callback. all the way back to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I didn't want you guys to just miss that, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so third place, we have Brook Shields. Second place, Yeast. First place, Horse with, horse with the Speedo. Let's look. Save as Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. That's about it. Uh, you guys have said everything that needs to be said. I didn't particularly like any of those beers, but I tell you what, after the North Coast and the Stillwater, that Los Locos is looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, good job, Epic. <laughs> you, you, you done good. I don't know if I'd want to have any at a tailgate or one ever again, but I like some of your other beers, so I'll drink, continue to drink those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the road to Colorado, their IPA. Okay, okay, quick, just real quick. Old Rasputin versus the Triple Barrel Big Baptista. Hmm. I think I know which way I'm going. I know which way I'm going, but... <laughs> I don't know if I've had the Triple Barrel. You haven't had Triple Barrel? Okay. Big Bad Baptista. I don't think I have. Okay. That is the one that's barrel-aged with coconut. Oh, I definitely have not Holy had Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be my favorite stout currently. Wow. That, okay. That Where'd you find that at? That's uh, high praise. I haven't on, even seen it. It was on tap at Pat's. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that night. Yeah. You had a you had a smile on your face. Dad, beer is a nightmare for non-drinkers. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you, you kind of swipe that me like a bear. It's About 11 15? plus. It's 11, uh, 11 plus. plus. Yeah, I, I can't remember specifically. I think it might be 12 or 13. Wow. But yeah, so check that one out. <laughs> yeah, if I can find that <laughs> one, find I'd love that. to try that. Right. That's fantastic. Get that in the coffinade there. You can get both of those at House of Brews, I believe. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to House of Brews for no reason. Yeah. I've never even been to House of Brews, so maybe I should check it out. You, yeah, you really should. Yeah. It's a lot better price than some places. No, really? We'll talk about off air. Right. Right. And actually, they've gotten a lot better even over the last year or two. Because mm-hmm. I remember when they were, they first opened up, they were, eh, okay. But then as soon as the laws changed and they can do six packs and singles, and singles way better. Yeah. Way better. They yeah, miles ahead. All right. Well, with that, let's get into the social medias and such so we can get on out of here and finish the hockey game. All right. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on social media, just search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And that's about it for social media. We don't really do Snapchat or anything like that. We are not on the Snap faces. No. Uh, if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, or Google Music Play. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because that's the best way to grow the show aside from telling your friends. True. And uh, one other thing. Hmm. Well, as it turns out, we are not a five-star show. We're not a five-star show? We are a six-star show. However, they only let us go up to five. Well, yeah, we're six-star in the Tokyo Dome, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take you to a steakhouse afterwards. Hell yeah, Ribera. Yep. And if you want to email us anything, just email hopnationusa at gmail.com. Or if you want to find features and reviews you won't find anywhere else, just go to hopnationusa.com. That's all I've got. That's all you need. Yeah, boy. That's it? It's actually a butt. <laughs> it's actually a bunch. <laughs> that is a bunch. 58 a bunch in the shit. books. The Chris Tang episode. Tanger in the books. Out of the box. Then it's time for Getzel to light the place on fire. That was the all right. Go Pens. 